people don't know this, but a person cannot choose to not believe. You see, the unconscious mind is always believing. And whatever you believe, the law of attraction is always attracting. Today, understand the autopilot of belief to manifest your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, unwavering kinetic believers all over the world. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com if you've got any questions or comments. Comments. <laughs> StephenKenya.com is the website. Miss Megan, what are you doing? <laughs> you didn't, you didn't wait for you me doing? to stop laughing. Well, we would never get anything done if I waited for you to stop laughing. It's Today we're talking true. about the autopilot of belief. <laughs> so stop laughing. This is not funny. Okay. Yeah, this is very serious. <laughs> Question. Okay. Miss Megan, when did you start drawing? Ooh, um, I don't remember not. You've always, but we, there had to be a time in your well, life. I mean, probably you, the biggest uh, day one uh, that I really remember is in third grade. My mom put me in these really nice art classes after school. And so that's really when I, you know, drew things that that actually looked kind of good. I, I guess you, could you say. guys, Megan is an amazing artist. She mm-hmm. paints and it's beautiful. Sold Thanks. a lot of work and so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. We yeah. got to, I want to, um, we need to get back outside to some places that mm. you can just paint. Oh, there's there's nothing better. Landscapes. It's just a beautiful day, and you take your easel and your your paints out there, and just don't they call that plain air? Plain air painting. Really? I think so. Plain air. We, I mean, you do people, and you do landscapes, and you do just really fantastical kind of things. Yeah, really. sometimes abstract feels fun, but yeah, mm-hmm. I really uh, in, over the past few years, landscapes have been. My, my favorite thing, really just because we were out west, and so and the colors that you have to work with out there are just so much fun. Well, the reason I even bring it up is because I was just thinking, uh, what a wonderful exercise for the imagination. Mm. Yes. If you're not doing realism, maybe, but even that even would that, yeah. re- require you to stretch your imagination to put Absolutely. it down on paper. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, how just the, the method of of just visualizing something and then attempting to draw it or paint it, um, it causes the, that connection to strengthen. And mm. so just by sketching over and over and over again, you, you could become a lot better at it just by doing it. You can use the imagination and should be using it for anything and almost everything. What a gift all of us have, mm. the imagination. Today we're talking about the autopilot of belief, and let's just jump right in. I want to, I want to start off by saying, you know what, the creative power of belief is... I think it's one of the most overlooked and misunderstood um, precepts to attracting form to the point of manifestation. And the reason is that there are many alternate distractions vying for the attention of human beings while we're here in this world. For example, there are there are one billion people at any given time on earth trying to make something of themselves by only reading books. And But now, reading books, here's the deal. Reading books without thinking about what you're reading, without 
imagining and carrying it to the next level without it will not empower the creative creator to become great look the study of anything without thinking will not attract a person's desires that's so true because i have to say anytime i've read a very thought-provoking book it has i've i put so many notes in it i highlight things and i put notes in there because without acknowledging the little nuggets that i'm trying to glean from this from this book it's it just sort of goes away well and you've learned that process by being a kinetic believer yes absolutely because here's here's the deal most people will look at books for example Mm -hmm. reading books as a distraction Mm. away from thinking critical thinking the one percenters that are living dynamically according to their subjective desires they continually and they're constantly meditating upon great thoughts So the beginning of kinetic belief is from within. It's turning our thoughts, our vision, our insights to the the inner functionings of our inner being. The process from within begins with thought. Well, and I love that it begins, like you're saying, you, you go within. And that's how you start this process because I think a lot of us have had this, this experience that I've had over the years where when you do read what you would consider self-help books or you listen to, you know, advice, so many times you get the sense that it's just trying to elevate everyone to this same level where we all kind of look and talk and act the same. And so that's what I love about kinetic belief. It's always pushing you to find that organic unique self that has nothing to do with anyone else but it's all just like you like you always tell us expanding 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 well let's look at why the autopilot of belief is so vital to our success look every single human being can become great according to their genius of purpose outwardly after they've begun to meditate continuously upon great things so you're going to i want to make sure i understand as we go into this so you're going to be telling us today not only how to put that belief on autopilot, but it sounds like being able to do that is going to be this huge asset, this huge skill that's going to help us. Well, it's understanding that, first of all, belief is on autopilot, whether you believe it or not. And we're going to get into some of this, the functionings of the subconscious mm-hmm. and okay. uh, understanding how it is that the subconscious is guiding us if we're not guiding ourselves. Wow. OK. So in other words, Look, no amount of education, and let's just continue this thought process for a moment. No amount of education, study, reading, um, attending lectures, any of those things, will manifest a person's best life without the habitual, self-induced pattern of great thought. And that great thought has to come through observation in the process of looking within to stir up thoughts in accordance to what you're hearing and seeing and, and being exposed to. And what do you think about that? Reading and studying and attending lectures will develop a person mentally, but only by what that person thinks about what they read and thinks about what they study and thinks about what they hear. Hmm. Should they even think about it? And that's the, that's the conundrum yeah. that we want to talk about because, uh, the lazy person chooses not to think, so they will just allow themselves to be stimulated, sort of on um, uh, feeding the subconscious just based on whatever happens to come their way informatively. And they will allow that to saturate the subconscious 
and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but then all of a sudden you're on autopilot doing things that you don't know why you're doing them. I love this idea that belief is like a train, that it's moving. It's, it's, it's moving forward no matter what. So the way that you point, the direction you point the train is going to determine where you end up. It's, it, none of us can stop the movement. Exactly. So That's take it. advantage of it. That's it. Exactly. Why is this important? It's because thinking is the most exhausting, difficult thing to do. It's, it's the most taxing of all labor. And so most people don't do it. They just shrink away from it. Well, how many times have you, uh, you know, taken an afternoon nap and, you're, and you just absolutely crash into that nap and your body isn't tired at all? You know, you don't feel physically tired. It's, it's yeah. all in your mind. What happened? I mean, it's a well, brain nap. I, I accidentally did some thinking today. I'm exhausted. I'm wiped out. That's, but, the, but there's truth to that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and look, our Creator formed every single person with the ability to believe. Not only with the ability to believe, but we come into the natural believing. We are believers. We have a mechanism that believes whether we believe it or not. We're believers. Mm. As a result, we are continuously projecting into our subconscious thought forms. Gosh, I just love this idea that just as much as your heart is pumping blood, your believer is believing. It's sort of like this this uh, involuntary uh, muscle that That's you have right. cooking all the time. Coming right out of the subconscious yeah. where just like we breathe, just yeah. like the heart pumps yeah. blood, we're believing. Interesting. Even while we sleep, we're believing. Right. So the way people escape from their thoughts is by either engaging in some activity, watching activities, watching television, uh, mindlessly reading books, watching traffic go by, <laughs> or just sit out on the porch and rock and just watch one car after another go by. Just living in a or a busy environment, you know, living in, a, in the downtown area, walking up and down the streets where they are just continuously stimulated by other people that are just passing by. And here, another distraction to purposeful thinking is the continuous pursuit of pleasure in which most people spend all their leisure time just looking for something to amuse themselves with, yeah. something to play with, to, to mess around with, to escape from thinking. People, for example, they resort to movies, just television, video games, any kind of shows, sporting events. And I'm not saying that any of those things are wrong. I'm just, what, we're, what I'm wanting to point out is that the, the amount of time invested in these distractions take us away from our creative thinking processes, mm. which are vital to manifesting our best lives. Almost like uh, distractions are fine, but we need mindful distractions. <laughs> Having an awareness of how long we're spending at each at each thing. That's right. We need, we need some moderation and it needs to be done on purpose. All those things um, that we, we just take for granted, uh, that we used to take for granted, like going to all these events and yeah. sporting events and things where there are crowds and gatherings. We used to take it for granted before until the pandemic stopped all of those things. So this is probably a great time to address it. I, I, uh, I saw a really great tweet the other day. This this guy said, gosh, you know, I just, I really miss making plans with friends and then canceling at the last minute. <laughs> really <laughs> right. miss that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, in, in any event, most people spend the greatest amount of time running away from critical thinking, getting away from it. So the autopilot of belief the substance of which creates the life that we experience keeps most people where they are without advancing, without growing, without developing. Hmm. 
We never move forward until we begin to think. No one will move forward until they get into the practice, the habitual pattern of critical thinking. Well, and I think you just made a a great point here. Um, it, It was so illuminating. This idea that we need to address and acknowledge the fact that critical thinking and hyper focused thinking, it does take energy and you will have to sort of, um, you know, pull yourself up by your mental bootstraps and, and make this thing happen. It's not just going to, you're not just going to fall into inspiration. So acknowledging that this is going to take that extra level of effort is step one. And, and part of step one, too, is getting away from the influence of others that you are accustomed to having you, uh, having, they're telling you how to think about things, mm. what to think about things, what to think about yourself. Yeah, you have to hear your own voice. You've got to hear your own voice and be comfortable in your own skin and right. trust, trust that inner voice and begin looking within yeah. to understand self. So th- what's the solution here? Think more about what you read. Determined to be more observant and think about what you observe. Notice the small things and ponder the large things. And when you do read, kinetic believers read about great things and they choose carefully the things that they're going to read about and saturate their subconscious with. And kinetic believers think about um, great questions large issues. Do you remember, it was a long time ago, but we were at dinner and I think we had just missed a flight or something. And we were sitting down to dinner and we were kind of tired and we were just sitting there not saying anything. And I pulled up this random thing on my phone that was just uh, interesting, like universal questions. And so we just spent like the entire dinner just asking each other. It was, you know, about the meaning to life. And, Mm -hmm. but I loved that you know, those aren't just normal questions that we would discuss. I loved the idea that of that we purposed to have that conversation. Great questions, large issues. What happens is we start programming the subconscious with ideas and thinking in ways that are not familiar, mm. thinking in ways that are going to uh, ultimately break us from the traditional way of life that we're accustomed to. That, that also reminds me of a few podcasts back. You took us through an exercise of of imagining the, I think it was a teddy bear, and then you had us turn it into metal, and then, but it was just this mental exercise of taking your mind and and warping it around different ideas and different thoughts. Imagination. I love the idea of exercising. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because what we choose to think about develops the mindset, which determines our words, it determines our actions, Mm -hmm. and that's what the kinetic believer's life is all about. And so this, this subconscious mind The subconscious mind is programmed by what we choose to think about on purpose. Mm -hmm. The subconscious mind determines our reactions. But now there is also a catch-22 with the subconscious because if we're not choosing what to think about, the subconscious is still being programmed by what we're hearing, allowing ourselves to be saturated with. Consuming, yeah. Consuming through the gates to the soul, if you will, the eyes, the ears. Mm -hmm. Um. So the subconscious, again, remember the subconscious mind, why is this so important? It's because it determines our reactions. Even if we don't know, we don't necessarily mindfully know why we are reacting in a particular situation in a certain way. But it's coming from the programming that has gone into the subconscious. Well, what an, an important point to remember that you that you just made that... Um 
Our thoughts determine our actions and our words. There's no other place that our actions and words can pull from. There's no other source other than our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so that puts a lot of pressure all of a sudden. That elevates this to you know, a critical thing that we need to understand to have success. Two things going on. There is a balance. A balance between the subconscious and the conscious mind. In other words, our reactions are just as vital as our actions. The conscious mind, the conscious mind determines our actions. The subconscious mind determines our reactions. Ooh, that's good. Consciousness, action. Subconscious, reaction. reaction. So how do we control our manifesting beliefs? When, when I was, when I was uh, oh gosh, 16 years old, I loved playing basketball. And I had some uh, group of friends out in my neighborhood where I was growing up that I played ball with all the time. And my best friend, uh, Mike Baker, lived just a couple of houses away from me. He was a year young. He was 15 years old. And he was already six, uh, what was he, six four. Oh, my word. And he's 15 years old. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I'm, I'm 16 and I'm 5'10". Well, we play basketball. And so his height <laughs> had become this big deal. Sure. Well, I wanted to grow. I wanted to be you know, tall enough to, to be compatible competitive with him compatible <laughs> i said formidable <laughs> That's sorry I, did it. I missed you up <laughs> Com- competitive with mike so um, i understood kinetic belief then and this is something i actually had been practicing since i was five years old i mean i would just matured in the processes of what uh, how i could control my body my life things that were going on in my life so yeah. i determined to use kinetic belief to grow <laughs> and so I, I just turned 16 years old okay. and I decided I want to grow. I, I didn't really have a particular height in mind. I just wanted to be over six feet tall. I remember that. Hmm. And so I started imagining height uh, that I would have in playing basketball. And I started speaking it, talking about it to myself. And I practiced gratitude. I could see and I was thankful. I was so excited that I was growing and I, I could, I just saw myself growing and I'm so thankful that I'm growing and I'm, uh, and I could just feel and I would look at my hands and my, my legs and my arms and I would stand up and I'm, and I'm thinking, and I remember saying, I'm taller, I'm getting taller. This is amazing. I'm so grateful that I'm growing. And I was doing all of that. Well, Megan, that summer, I, <laughs> I grew to be six feet, three inches tall. I grew five inches, five inches over the summer. That sounds painful. But I made a mistake. I should have spread it out because it hurt like a, yeah. it hurt. I, I was in so much pain. My oh. my legs hurt. My heels hurt. I remember my joints hurting and I would wake up at night in cramps, my, my legs cramping and I would oh my shout goodness. out for for. Help! <laughs> My mom would come in and and it's like she didn't know what to do about it's it. It's like you've said before: be careful what you kinetically believe for. So if you're if, if you're, you're going to get it, if you're wanting to grow four or five inches, spread it out over a couple of years. <laughs> little, little advice. Your, your mom was it probably hurt. thinking, "Where's all the food going?" <laughs> right. But so, how do we control our manifesting beliefs? That's how. That's what the the. That is the way of life for the mm. kinetic believer, is controlling manifesting beliefs. I like, too, how clear your goal was. You know, that's a big part of this, is um, being able to laser focus on one thing that you want to achieve, or many things, but you have such a clear vision of how and when and why and what you want. And 
that allows you to just stand on that, never waver, never move off of it. The fertilizer to my growth was my gratitude and mm-hmm. seeing it in the present tense. And I was thankful, not for what I wanted to one day be. I continually poured in that gratitude and a mm-hmm. deep sense of thankfulness for my growth every single day. And I was doing it all day. I was doing it repeatedly throughout the day. And I was growing. Man, I took off. It was fertilizer. I'm telling you, slow down. If that's your, if that's your goal... <laughs> Spread it out over a couple of years because it will hurt. You know, it's <laughs> it, it's it going to get you. I can still remember uh, that, how I painful that was. You know, I have a, a similar um, story with myself. It's interesting because right after college, I had, had gained a lot of weight through college, like so many of us tend to do. Um, but I wanted to lose the weight. And that was when I was first introduced to kinetic belief. And so one of my first experiences with it is I, you know, would, I just started with, and I put sticky notes all over the house and I just started writing the next size down. So let's say that I was a size 10 or 12 when I started. And so the, those sticky notes would say, I'm a size 10, I'm a size 10. And then I would get to the 10 and then I would replace them with the next size down. <laughs> and I would say, I'm an eight, I'm an eight, I'm right. an eight. And I got down mm-hmm. to a two mm-hmm. within, you know, just a few months. Oh. But it was just amazing. It, it is amazing mm-hmm. to work that belief. You're reprogramming your subconscious. Look, our subconscious is where traumatic memories, negative emotions, positive memories and pleasant emotions, all of those are put into a storage bin, if you will. Mm-hmm. And they're stored there. So the subconscious is this, it's this bundle of, of cognitive processes that we are not necessarily aware of, but they're in there. The subconscious simply shouts these reactive commands to the consciousness. The subconscious is creatively powerful. It's always working to manifest something. It's always working. It's never, while you're asleep, while we're awake, it never stops. The subconscious is, in fact, it is so powerful that affirmations just by themselves, they are not enough to unbecome negative programming within the subconscious. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a good start, but the affirmation by itself will not get the job done. It's like going out and trying to to weed with a a, a toothpick. You're not going to get it all out. You're not going to get all that negative stuff out of the subconscious just through affirmations. The subconscious mind has enlightenment and it has wisdom uh, within it. Kinetic believers work with the subconscious rather than trying to browbeat it into submission. You have to get in there and actually work with it and understand how to work with it to be effective. To begin with, kinetic believers recognize that, look, the subconscious handles all of our basic physical functions, like you mentioned a minute ago. It handles uh, our immune system. It handles our breathing. It handles our heart rate the blood pumping. It also contains the blueprint of our physical body as it is right now, which means that it also contains the blueprint for our perfect body, the way that we were meant to be, our perfect life, the way that we were supposed to experience it, all the things that we came into the natural with before it ever became contaminated through negative source influencers. So we came into into the natural blueprinted with all things, working together to advance our mind, body, and soul perfectly. So the kinetic believer goes to work understanding that, look, it's through the rewilding process 
that the kinetic believer imagines from the highest viewpoint holistically, the image of themselves perfectly, as designed by our Creator, before we were ever exposed to any negative source energetics. In other words, rather than instructing our subconscious through affirmations as to what we believe our perfect health should look like, the kinetic believer asks with gratitude the subconscious for wisdom regarding what we need for better health. For example, we, we go into a meditative state of seeking uh, enlightenment for revelation knowledge regarding perfect foods that we should consume uh, for the lifestyle of perfect physical fitness. Uh, and we say, you know, lead me and reveal me to the source for the sustenance for my body. This is information I need, and I need it within me, and I need to, this to become me. I need revelation knowledge to become me, just like love becomes us. Mm-hmm. We become prosperous. We're not seeking it. We are prosperous. We become joy. We become happiness. We become these ideas that wisdom uh, bears into our spirit. The connection between our desires and the source for our desires, now that's made within the subconscious. That's where that connection is made. The infinite wisdom that already exists the mind of our Creator is connecting through our subconscious, and then it's our seeking, it's our desire for that information that then reveals it through the subconscious into the consciousness. It almost sounds like the programming of the subconscious is what's going to make the kinetic belief process very difficult or very easy. The programming. Mm-hmm. Correct. Look, within the Law of Attraction guided journal, for example, for manifestation, our, my, uh, the book, that we often talk in, the, in, in that book about the belief system of a child. Just like that child, the subconscious likes to serve you. And it, it wants to please you. It wants to please Megan number one, the subconscious being, or let's say the subconscious is Megan number one, and the the consciousness of Megan is number two. So the subconscious wants to serve, but the subconscious needs very clear, thoughtful direction. And this is where the breakdown occurs. People don't like to think. Most people like to just be on autopilot, uh, just uh, allowing the subconscious to react to whatever situation we're in. Reactive, You know, fear, fight, or flight. I'm not going to think about this. I'm just going to react according to whatever um, my subconscious just regurgitates in that moment. So remember that the subconscious likes to serve, but the subconscious needs our clear, thoughtful direction. The subconscious takes our instructions very literally. It's not going to sit there and think, now, do I believe this or not? (laughs) Do I believe what you're thinking and what you're instructing me and telling me is right and wrong or not? The subconscious doesn't do that. It doesn't know right from wrong, in fact. It just does. It just is. It's just a storage bin of ideas. So... The subconscious is just sitting there going, well, I, I, I just, um, I'm not going to make a decision on whether I believe what you're telling me or not. It doesn't do that. In other words, if we say, here's, here's the deal. If we say, for example, I don't feel very good. I don't think that I can eat healthy because it just makes me hungry. <laughs> I, I know I started this new diet, but I don't feel good right now. I'm a little lightheaded, and, and I just, uh, I, I can't keep eating like this because I'm always hungry. All right. 
It's at that moment that the subconscious is now going to figure out a way to make sure that you don't feel very good and that the healthy food that you were eating is going to keep you uncomfortably hungry. Hmm. Wow. The subconscious is also, it's also very moral in the sense that in the same way that a young child is moral. The concepts of which are taught as right and wrong and accepted by most parents and the environment around you. It's moral in the sense that it's going to say it, it will determine this thing is right because you tell me it's right. This thing is wrong because you tell me it's wrong. Wow. Yeah. You said that I'm a loser. There was no counteraction to that or counter belief or statement to that. So I'm programming myself in the subconscious as a loser. So if you were ever taught, for example, that holding hands with the opposite sex is unacceptable at the age of eight years, your subconscious is, is still responding to that teaching even after your conscious mindset has rejected it. It's instilling shame. As an adult. Shame wrapped around that, that memory. Now you're 35 years old and you still have shame where that input, yeah. that information was seeded into the subconscious. And interesting that that is the reaction like you're telling us. And that's the reaction. Even though you've mindfully accepted it as okay, you still have the reaction that there's something wrong with this mm. coming from the subconscious. So how does the autopilot belief system work? What do we do? Kinetic believers understand this, that to get our attention, the subconscious uses feelings. It uses emotions. And so in other words, if we suddenly get goosebumps and we feel afraid, our subconscious has detected that our survival is somehow at risk out here in the woods and I heard a stick break and, I, and it's getting dark. <laughs> now, it may be right or it may be wrong. It doesn't matter. But it's communicating to me, my subconscious is, that my survival is somehow at risk here because I heard a stick break. And your subconscious is remembering that movie The you movie saw. that I saw. <laughs> that one Exactly time. <laughs> when I was seven years old. And a stick broke then. They died. Silver bullet. <laughs> Jeez. And the little guy couldn't get away from the werewolf. What makes me think I can? I don't know. I'm not thinking. Right. Reacting. So the way that we purposefully work to align our energetics within our subconscious is by recognizing the subconscious is a sponge for images rather than words. Mm. A sponge for images. So if we say... Imagination. If we say, for example, I'm out of shape, I need to start working out and dieting. The kinetic believer immediately, well, first of all, the subconscious generates an image of you being out of shape. Wow. The image is now formed in the subconscious because you, you spoke it and you said it. I'm out of shape. I need to start working out and dieting. Subconscious generate the image being out of shape. You've actually done damage. You've done damage because of the way that you spoke a desire, the way that you imagined a desire. You, you, you prefaced it from the negative source yeah. information, negative energetics. So You're focusing on the problem, the issue. That's exactly right. So the kinetic believer interchanges that image from the negative to the positive by taking an extra step. So we take that extra step. What is it? The kinetic believer instructs the subconscious to, first of all, begin now. You have to start now. Not a procrastinator. Not, I need to lose mm -hmm. weight. I need to work out. That's procrastination. 
First of all, instruct the subconscious to start now, to align our thoughts without words and actions according to our highest viewpoint for desires. You, you, we fall in love with ourselves, and we do it unconditionally by approving of ourselves. And then the, we understand that the root of every insecurity can be traced back in time. Why, why is this important? Because we want to reprogram the subconscious so that it is reacting in alignment with our actions. And when it's not, we're still acting in accordance with our chosen desires rather than um, just uh, becoming obedient to the reaction of the subconscious when it's not in alignment with what we've chosen our desires to be. Often in childhood, someone who should have cared about you, maybe they didn't protect you. Perhaps they didn't treasure you, or you may have uh, experienced some kind of abuse. Abuse comes in a lot of different forms. It's not just physical. You know, somebody uses their dominion, which is meant for controlling themselves, and they take that and they exert negative manipulation. That's abuse. Perhaps it was a number of things that just, you know, just chipped away at your confidence over many, many years, little by little. Understand that subconsciously, We interpret those negative feelings of rejection and we store them up in our subconscious as a a fact regarding who we are. Now, we may not think about it every day, but it dwells within us all the time, waiting for that, just sitting there and waiting for the opportunity to react, to cause you to react. So it's vital to understand that insecurities that are formed within the subconscious They're not easy to break free from. Most people carry them for their entire lives. However, the kinetic believer is absolutely set free from every encumbrance by beginning the process of steeping unconditional love deeply into the subconscious. Wow. Taking controls of the thought process for manifesting our best lives, it begins the reprogramming of our subconscious which leads to an abundant life, one that's full of joy and peace, fulfillment, and, oh gosh, the ultimate confidence. So unpacking this this process of rewilding and and reprogramming the subconscious, you, you told us that it is heavily based on imagery. So it's, it's imagination-centric is that that's what the the process of of reprogramming your subconscious is so is this as straightforward as as purposing to deeply imagine and hold that image in your mind of the thing or the the person you're working to become or to rewild yourself to let's just take the health for example example you um let's say right now you have some sickness in in your body or there's some weight you want to lose or you just have anything health centric you would hold then an image in your mind of the healthiest possible version of you. And in doing that, you're reprogramming your subconscious. That's exactly it. And here's the way that we do it because it's the the holistic uh, imagination of it. This is what we mean by critical thinking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're reading a, I don't know, a health book about, you know, good things to eat or a diet dietitian's book or whatever. <laughs> it's not the mechanics. It's not the detail of the book that you're reading that's going to change you. And that's what I mean by the, the mistake that we often make is we think that just becoming more informed about good health is going to 
create us in the manner of good health. It's what we think about what we read because then it's through the observation, the thought processes of what we've been reading, that information, taking that, and then imagining it holistically, what we would look like on the other side of that, and then determining that that is our, how we are right now. There's not a procrastination process to this because if you, again, think in a, in a way of procrastinating the, the ultimate goal of your good health, it'll never show up. Well, what's so exciting to me about this process is this idea that, okay, if I hold this image of my healthiest self in my mind, I'm then reprogramming my subconscious. And then how cool that that's just going to naturally cause me to have good uh, cravings for deeply nutri- nutrient-dense foods. It's going to cause me to see myself differently, carry myself differently. I'm going to crave exercise and movement and being outside, and then in turn that changes my health. I just love, I love things that you can do, and they have multiple, you know, trickle-down effects in your life. That is so. That's so exciting that you can that cause and effect. That sweatless victory. Yeah. That's revelation knowledge, revelation wisdom, revelation enlightenment, the substance of which is becoming you. You're no longer pursuing it and trying to become something. Something is becoming you. That's the law of attraction at work. And so the substance of your desire is now manifesting itself within you, and it's changing your appetite. Mm -hmm. It's changing your desires. You're you're all of a sudden, you you want to work out because you enjoy working out. You you want to eat right because that's your appetite now. In fact, for example, take the person that's used kinetic belief to stop smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they'll tell you, I didn't, I, I couldn't stand the smell of them. I can't explain it. Right. I don't like the taste of it. That's from the inside out. And it's coming from the inside out. So it's no longer a pursuit trying to become yeah. a non-smoker. You, the non-smoker becomes you. Yeah. It changes us from within. Well, and it's interesting because, um, just a funny story. So recently on Instagram, I followed um, this girl that does a lot of just, most of her pictures are of some sort of like plant-based cooking. And so all of her pictures are just filled with bright, colorful fruits and veggies. And she makes these beautiful plant-based bowls and meals. And so all of a sudden, all of these images of of these bright, vibrant fruits and veggies are showing up on my feet all the time. (laughs) And it's just really funny because I'm starting to crave them. And it's like, I just can't get enough of what I'm seeing. But that is just a, a very basic, obvious example of how the subconscious works. You know, if I'm following, I don't know, some guy that makes pizza all the time, I'm probably going to crave that. I mean, that's what commercials do, right? You see the the commercial for the mac and cheese, and then you just immediately want it and crave it. So I love, too, how you told us, you know, imagining your health, but then also being aware of what are you just looking at? What are you just allowing to sort of pour in through your your visual gates and and in your audible gates and putting into your mind those images and then what are you journaling and meditating to journal it begins with your chosen desires Mm. and you do that in alignment in accordance with your genius of purpose so that you don't end up with something you didn't want you know be careful what you wish for kind of thing (laughs) so you before you you're seven feet tall (laughs) right yeah now i don't know i don't know how well it would do to shrink you i haven't tried that but Please guess, don't try yeah. that. <laughs> you're you're that just hurt. fine, Steve. That would hurt, too. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. So, you know, you, you determine on purpose your desire according to your genius of purpose. And you begin the process of 
imagining your purpose from the highest viewpoint and creating those thought forms that holistically see your life as it would be and is according to those desires. And then that imagination process is reprogramming the subconscious. What are you doing? You're rewilding yourself, getting, taking, taking control back from the subconscious reactions to life that had been programmed throughout your entire life through negative influencers, negative information, bad news, whatever it is, it's a contradiction to what you're choosing to on purpose now believe for, adhere to and rely on as your subjective reality, your subjective truth, your subjective belief for living your best life. You know, my favorite thing about a teaching like you're, like you're giving us today is hope. It gives you so much hope that you can change something that you've been attempting to change for probably decades. If you do have weight that you've been trying to lose, you've probably you've probably been trying to lose that weight for many many years. If you have if you haven't had the income that you've wanted, that's been going on for decades. And so I love that kinetic belief and what you're teaching us today. It gives you this massive infusion of hope that you know what nothing that I've tried has worked so far because this is the only way to do it. But now I know, and now I'm equipped, and I can do this, and this will change, and it's possible for me to achieve this thing now. Your best life becomes you. Success becomes you. And that is the difference between pursuing something or something coming to you. Mm -hmm. And it's a combination of the two. That is the kinetic energy of our belief, the, the trifecta of kinetic belief that leads us to what we're attracting. And so we meet there in agreement, in alignment. To live our best life. What a great way to say that, that the differences between you chasing something down and maybe never catching up to it or it coming to you. Um, when I was a senior in high school, I worked at this uh, barn at a country club and there were a lot of um, show horses there. So they're very high strung. And I remember the first time that they told me to go get them and bring them in for the night. <laughs> and I didn't take anything with me. And so I just remember going out there. Go get them. <laughs> go bring in show horses, man. And, and, and these horses too. I mean, they'll play with you. I mean, they knew what they were mm -hmm. doing and they were so elusive and they kept, I was, I was quite literally out there just chasing a horse around like that. I'm like, that's going to go well. <laughs> um, but then I learned to, oh, I don't know, take a carrot, maybe take a peppermint and then mm -hmm. no problem. They would come right to you but just the visual it's like the horses that they are trying to manifest and i'm just out there running oh, in that's circles that's, that's really i can see it <laughs> trying to catch up <laughs> make right. it come to you right. that's the easy way jm barry who wrote peter pan said that the moment you doubt whether you can fly you cease forever to be able to do it mm. love that let's work on some imaginations okay here, some highest viewpoints yeah. reprogram remember that it's not enough to simply affirm our desires to rewild the subconscious. We dwell in thought on our affirmations and we see them, we imagine them as our as facts, as, as our subjective beliefs, and we do this gratefully. Just imagine right now, imagine that you are absolutely living the life that you've imagined to live and it, everything has changed according to the standards that you've set for yourself. And it's come to pass right now. It may be the height that you want it to be. It, it could be the amount of money that you've got in a checking account or under your mattress or wherever you're keeping it. <laughs> the home that you're living in. Maybe it's that the, the smaller house you've always wanted without all the clutter. Or maybe it's the mansion on the hill. Whatever it is. You know what the desire is. Imagine it's there right now. Why? Because it 
belongs to you. You desired it. And there's more than enough in this universe to supply the demands that you put on this universe. Nothing can keep it from you except your own belief that something could keep it from you. See it done right now. According to your beliefs, and say this out loud, I am mindful. I am mindful. For the knowledge to make positive decisions. For the knowledge to make positive decisions. For myself. For myself. I am and have always been. I am and have always been. Enough for manifesting everything I desire. Enough for manifesting everything I desire. I believe my own self-worth. I believe my own self-worth. My confidence is rising. My confidence is rising. I'm being set free. I'm being set free. From every negative judgment. From every negative judgment. I choose to cast down every negative feeling. I choose to cast down every negative feeling. About myself. About myself. My life. My life. And I accept all that is good. And I accept all that is good. I always attract only the best of circumstances. I always attract only the best of circumstances. And I have the best positive people in my life and right I have, now. And I have the best positive people in my life right now. I'm courageous. I am courageous. I'm willing to act. I'm willing to act. I have the unlimited power. I have unlimited power to manifest anything that I desire. To manifest anything I desire. Look around me. Look around me. It's already here. It's already here. I'm a powerful creator. I'm a powerful creator. I create the life I want. I create the life I want. And I'm enjoying it right now. And I'm enjoying it right now. Every day I gain more wisdom. Every day I gain more wisdom. And I'm discovering interesting and exciting new paths for my journey. And I'm discovering interesting, exciting new paths for my journey. I'm focused on my chosen desires. I'm focused on my chosen desires. And I'm feeling passionate. And I feel passionate. About my creative pursuits. About my creative pursuits. That is the autopilot of belief. (laughs) We have been working on something here today and I've already... Uh, picked up on some change within myself. Yeah, I have too. I just, isn't that interesting how you can sense that, that perspective shift, that vibrational shift within yourself? Kinetic believers, this is a way of life and we do this every day of our lives. We're stirring this up on purpose. It's like a a spiritual chiropractic appointment. (laughs) I get adjusted every day. You just feel something crack. Oh, crack, snap, crackle, pop. I love it. Law of Attraction 100 Day Guided Journal is there to help you establish your personal articles of faith, your reason for being here, and your motives on purpose, your convictions. Look, there is a creative existential genius of purpose within every single person. Every human being in the natural, while here in the land of the living, you are amazing. You are fashioned perfectly just like you are. And there is no such thing as common. Well, there's average, but not common. The purpose of the guided journal is to advance life by attracting to manifest the mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. We're all going there. Some of us will get there in this lifetime. And if you don't make it in this lifetime, you will get there eventually. Look, to not be able to experience your best life while here on earth, whatever you desire, it's just to cease from being optimistic. It's to cease from having hope. And, And it's to decrease and to become less in alignment with negative energetics. You can do this. The master of kinetic belief has peace and joy and happiness while enjoying prosperity, regardless of the way things are going on in the world around them. has nothing to do with anything but what you believe to be according to your subjective reality. Dreams and visions, 
Those are the guideposts for blueprinting your best life. And you can do this through the 100-day guided journal. I take it with you one day at a time, and we're programming thoughtful information that you meditate on to change your habitual way of thinking about things, to change the way you see things, to change your expectation for things, to change the subconscious and to rewild yourself, to become undomesticated away from all of that negative information that's been poured into you throughout a lifetime of experiences. That's what the guided journal does. And I guarantee it because it's worked for me and Megan and thousands of others. So I want to welcome you to the Kinetic Belief family if this is your first day. And if it uh, if it is, you can also catch up with the Facebook group by yeah. going to our website. Yeah, if you want to, if you have a desire to connect with other kinetic believers and Stephen and myself, you can just access the private Facebook group via the website stephenkenyon.com. And also another word about the journal: don't let the word journal throw you. It's really I think of it sort of as a hybrid, like half mm-hmm. book, half journal, because it has so much rich, deep information in it, and then you are really, you know, guided into responding to that in, by journaling. Well, it's- let me tell you sort of the process whereby I wrote it. And we decided, okay, I've got to get this book out. And I actually wrote it as a book. And it was only an afterthought that I went back and said, you know, what? I want to give the reader room to interact with my thoughts. Yes. And so turned it into a working journal, took the book and turned it into a way that you can uh, I can guide you in your thought processes and allow you to pin those thoughts out as we go mm-hmm. through this 100-day process together. And that's really how, how it came to be. But I also say, I want to say this, which is a, sort of an interesting uh, side note to the process. In doing it, Meg and I purposed to go out. We went up into the uh, Taos, New Mexico area and then up into the Rockies yeah. and isolated ourselves there for four months at least almost five right uh, before like five basically months. the day it started snowing <laughs> right we were we there and i mean we we purposed to stay away from influence yeah. from oh i don't media, know media television I concerts mean, any kind of outside influence calls. all of that we just yeah. shut it all out and retreated into the wilderness for almost five months mm-hmm. to create this this book and yes. megan created all of the artwork which is different on every page throughout the book mm-hmm. And um, I think it's a work of art, and it's life-changing, and, uh, you know, enjoy it. You can pick it up, get it right there on on the website. Try for 100 days and transform the rest of your life. And you can get the hard copy that will be shipped to you um, ASAP, or you can actually buy the digital version, which you can use on an iPad. And so that means you can digitally write on it and use it, or you can just print it off at your leisure, however fast or slow you want to go through it. And also, good news coming up soon. We've got an online retreat, a virtual retreat uh, that... I can't give you any more detail than that, but it is going to be uh, really exciting to be a part of. Wow. Okay. And it's coming up real soon. This has been a lot of fun. So much fun. I'm going to go do some reprogramming, I think. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.